This is Let's Talk Business with your hosts, Mark Ebinger and Heather Bain. Now, here's Mark. Welcome to Let's Talk Business, the show that talks entrepreneurship with some of the best businesses in the San Antonio area. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk with Max Hicks, the owner of Reliant Plumbing, a company that specializes in water heaters, gas piping, leak detection, and drains. Max, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you bet, man. You're a funny guy. I mean, we've had a, we're <laughs> laughing and cutting up and everything before we started rolling the cameras here, but uh, good to see you again, man. Thank you. We're also going to talk with Wendy Griffin, the owner of Wendy's Cleaning Service. Wendy, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, You're funny, too. Oh, wow. I yeah, try to be. got a little sense of humor, right? <laughs> especially when you laugh. You're, and you're going to be provoking Max over here, I no, think, with your laugh. No, vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> in studio with us today is Heather Bame, a certified business coach that works with business owners to gain clarity and achieve their goals. Heather, great to see you again. Always good to be here. And I'm your host, Mark Ebinger, the owner of Krukus Marketing Agency, a company that specializes in hiring virtual executive assistants from outside the United States, getting all those tasks done that I don't want to do. Goodness. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's cold, right? I mean, it got really cold, cold on us pretty quick. Uh, Wendy, you're not a fan of the cold weather? I don't have no meat on my bones, Max. <laughs> Max? <laughs> Can you bone your Are you glad that the cold weather's here? I love the cold weather. Uh, I've got plenty of meat on the bones, <laughs> so uh, fit right in. Uh, does it help the, in the plumbing business? Do you get more business in the cold weather? So, yeah, a lot more business uh, really? starting around you know, end of November, everybody hanging out at the same house, and then it you know creeps on, starts getting colder into Christmas and the new year. And uh, anytime we get those, you know, where it, it's, it goes really low, uh, pipes, uh, they contract, and, and then when it gets really hot, it expands. So that's when there's a lot of leaks uh, throughout the city okay sweet all right uh, let's talk business podcast is the number one business podcast podcast in the san antonio area i have done my research on that and let me tell you it's not even close we are quickly making its way to the top uh, business podcast in south texas which if i could finish my research we'd probably already there too which is a lot of fun it's really cool for san antonio to have a really good business community podcast going on video clips uh, clips from our show regularly exceed 100,000 views per month, and our YouTube subscriber count continues to grow at an average of 100 new subscribers per day. Yeah, so that's a lot of fun. That's We're kind awesome. of a big deal. A quick <laughs> shout out to our growing audience to say thank you and continue watching and sharing the show. We started tagging, like being really on purpose about tagging guests and stuff like that. So uh, that really helps with the reach of the show. Um, quick reminder for our listeners, you can catch video and podcast versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com. You can also get links to all of our social media from there. If you are a business owner in the San Antonio area and would like to have your company featured on the show, go ahead and visit our website at satalkradio.com, or you can call our office at 210-879-8804. That's 210-879-8804. All right. That's all the promo stuff that we have. So, um, Wendy, I... I was kind of curious. Um, so you have a business in California, and then you're here, mm-hmm. um, and then growing that business can be a challenge. And uh, you know, a lot of the co-hosts and fo- and businesses that we engage with here are like they're expert networkers. You're constantly networking to grow that business. But mm-hmm. how are you growing your business here locally in San Antonio? What's it's, working? It has been a challenge since um, my last seen you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have learned, I've done a little bit more research since the last visit. <clears throat> um, San Antonio is over, oversaturated with cleaning companies. People are like rolling out of bed, 
you know, getting the little crumbs off their eye, making their beds and like, we're going to start up a cleaning business. No experience, no knowledge, no nothing. And that's where it's it's coming to right now. So mm-hmm. how do you network? How do you grow that? How are um, you doing it now? I'm trying my best. I actually have a marketing guy right now. Um, we're, we're having a fall special, but it's just like I keep climbing and it's 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 hard. Heather, what it's is really hard out here. I mean, that's the thing when you have that that oversaturated market. It's mm-hmm. how do you get yourself to stand out against the crowd? And what is that value proposition that you bring that that makes that? Because, I mean, I know we talked a lot about your QC process last mm-hmm. time and how meticulous you are. Is that part of your marketing plan? Yeah, I even went back to the drawing board after me and you sat down and met, um, dropped the prices even. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of those new drop prices, I even offer discounts. And it's like, it's a constant struggle. I have somebody, um, she kind of tags me in post. But for one post looking for a cleaning service on Friday or Saturday, they may have like 48 to 50 responses within five minutes. Mm-hmm. So here, my I even went back and made new business cards and made them look really professional. And it's like people out here, they're just looking for like the wham, bam, thank you, man. Like the, the cheap service, the cheapest service that they can possibly get. Are you networking like uh, so? And I know our BNI group was looking for oh, a yeah. cleaning service, um, you know, but there are networking groups out there that you can be a part of and get your name out there and people in and, and show up regularly mm-hmm. they get to know you like you trust you and then they start you know hand in business your way that's where those referral groups work something to think about i'm on um single mom san antonio um it's like a black queens group i'm in like maybe 10 different groups out here any meet mm-hmm. in person no yeah see that's what i'm talking about is meeting mm-hmm. in person yeah going out there because that's where you you know they call it press and flesh which i don't know if that sounds like a great term it doesn't sound but like a good it's, term it's a way to actually you know meet you know face to face <laughs> That's <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> Sorry, that's just what they call it. I don't know. Okay. I think Howie taught me that. Uh, but uh, anyway, so like but Howie. that's a way to just you know meet mm-hmm. right in groups of you know twenty, thirty, forty people, mm-hmm. and uh, you know do your elevator pitch and that kind of stuff. Max, what are you guys doing for networking? Uh, networking, uh, you know, being almost ten years in, uh, it's 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 not so much focused on that. I'm focused on just uh, online, uh, just getting our, our the reach out there. Uh, you know, stuff like this. We go to we do some uh, trade shows uh, where you know we're trying to meet apartment vendors. Uh, there's a Austin one and a San Antonio one. It costs about five hundred dollars a a month to be or a year to be a part of, and you get a great backlink, uh, and you you get in front of just a lot of people that uh, control what goes on with these properties. So the cleaning services, the plumbing, all that type of stuff, um, you know, is is we really try to utilize that as well. Have you heard of Blue Collar Connect? I have. I have. Do you have any thoughts there? Uh, so that's more new construction. Uh, people bidding on buildings that are going up, banks going up, that type of stuff. Uh, you know, we focus on residential uh, repair. So uh, with that focus, it's it's just not really, you know, kind of our lane that, or, or not or whatnot. That doesn't sound like the Blue Collar Connect I was thinking of. Yeah, um, there's one that's specifically for like blue collar companies to network and then they trade referrals off together. But mm. one thing I think is interesting about Max approach is he really honed in on the the SEO and marketing side. Mm-hmm. 
um, and and really did that at a high level. When it comes to being newer in business, uh, someone coming new into town like Wendy, what would you suggest as far as that approach? Is that a viable option? Yeah. So I started in 2014 and and it was just learning everything that uh, I could with that. Uh, watching a lot of videos, Neil Patel, uh, just being able to communicate with uh, the marketing agencies, you know, people that do marketing, uh, you got to know if they're good or what they're talking about. So I, I did. And uh, that was, you know, four or five year struggle. Uh, <laughs> but now, you know, almost nine years later, I'm in a really, really good spot uh, for that. But yeah, uh, I would I would focus, you know, just heavy focus on, on SEO, uh, social media, that type of stuff. The people that are the loudest get the most work. So, Yeah, good points. So it's a struggle, right? But like, so how long have you been in business now, Wendy? Um, November 1st will be three years. Okay. Is that here in San Antonio or total? No, just total. How long here in San Antonio? Two years. Two years. Okay. Mm -hmm. How's so the California bit. market going? Same. Good. Yeah. California's yeah. still up and running well. Yeah. It's um, you, just the opportunities there. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we're not, I mean, no offense to Texas, but we're not cheap. We just want the job done. Mm. So That's you know, the vibe here in Texas. Yeah. No, that's a vibe in California. I think like, you know, they're oh, they're just more. Okay. Yeah, they're just like, you know, um, how much do you charge? Um, how, how many people do you have? How soon can you guys come and clean? I actually had um, the opportunity maybe a month or two ago to give a bid to Sunland Ford. It's a really big Ford dealership out there. I would never got an opportunity like that out here ever. I lost the bid, but they're like, you mm -hmm. are one of the two companies. And I was like, wow, I'm, I'm blessed to even have that phone call. You know, did you learn anything from that process? Um, I did. I did. I just sent over like my numbers instead of giving them like the breakdown of how many bathrooms and stuff. If I was sent that extra sheet of paper and had a live person to go and conduct my walkthrough, then I probably would have got it. There you go. So it's another guy. It's um, like American Janitorial Services. I called him up and he was like, yeah, we're the one who got that. I said, what? <laughs> and it was another bid. And I was like, you keep stealing my accounts. And he's like, you know, <laughs> crack it up. And we have walked through today in California. He's doing it on my my behalf. Oh, nice. So I told him, I said, hey, like, you know, I'm out here in Texas. I reopened up the California one. Um, I'm not really getting, like, the same feedback um, as far as commercial and, and residential. And he said, if you need me to go do a walkthrough, I'll let me know what time. And he's doing it today at a law firm out there in California. Wow. That's cool. That's great uh, networking right there. Yeah. Just, you know, knowing the right people, letting them know what you expect early on, um, not playing guessing games and being very, like, transparent, you know. Mm -hmm. And I even got um, my old clients back. I call them the OGs. Mm -hmm. They started with me when I started doing this business. When I had the clipboard and the sheet of paper, they came back. So I'm California ones doing, doing better than out here. <laughs> for now. Yeah, for now. For now. Well, that's the challenge with San Antonio is just in general, we, we tend to lag behind the, the price range of mm -hmm. most major cities in the U.S. I mean, that's feedback I hear from a lot of different industries is, mm -hmm. I mean, up until a few years ago, I think still the average household income in San Antonio was about $40,000 for the oh. entire household, oh, wow. not just like one person's income. Wow. So there's a reason a, a lot of the pricing is, is struggling here when you go to Austin or Houston or Dallas and people will pay those higher prices. So I guess the question then becomes how to penetrate that ideal market. Cause those people exist in San Antonio. Those. Yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of finding them. I mean, I have one right now. She's actually um, every two week client. I love her and she pays what I'm charging a California client. 
And she was like, that's kind of high. I said, no, it's not. You're paying what the Californians are paying. So I don't charge extremely high, like 165 every two weeks. That's nothing. That's nothing. And I went on one of the social media like groups. Hey, what are you guys paying your house cleaners? And the average price started at 130 to 170. So what are you guys crying about? You're paying the exact same amount that California's paying. We're but, not California though. Hey, you get with the program. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know. get in front of all the Californians moving here? Um I actually found one, she's a realtor and she's from California as well, like retired mm -hmm. military. And I gave her a card, and she was like, oh, yeah, that's really good. I mean, I just tried my best. Right now, it's a struggle. Um, even with the five-star rating out here, I think I have, like, four reviews, three. Mm -hmm. But when I had 25 reviews out here, I still was – my phone wasn't ringing. That yeah. could be an interesting take on it because everybody around here is kind of anti-California. Oh, they, you guys can't stand us. You could be <laughs> pro-California. I have no bias. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in Chico, though. Yeah. Yeah, my entire family migrated out of California. They were all from San Diego, and they mm -hmm. all just kind of where are you from? Max? Here, yeah. oh, San Antonio, born and raised <laughs> no, no, in Texas, uh, Hutto, Texas. Oh, okay, right outside of Austin. Mm. All right. All right. Uh, so, first up on the show is Max Hicks, the owner of Reliant Plumbing. Um, Max, so you're on the show what a couple months ago? Yeah. Okay. So, how are things going? Anything? Things going good. Yeah. Uh, so it's about to be winter time, so uh, the uh, plumbing season is uh, really about to begin. Uh, a lot of people need the help right around the winter time, so uh, we're just gearing up for that. Cool. Well, hopefully, the pipes won't be freezing over this this winter season. If um, they do, I'll be there. Yeah, I know you will. <laughs> I dang it. Okay, so uh, you've got three locations, right? Lakeway, Austin, and San Antonio, correct? Yep. Le uh, so. Lakeway over two thousand Google reviews at four point eight stars. That's uh, pretty impressive. Thank you. That's just a couple of reviews. How long has Lakeway been in business over there? It's about five years now, okay. five and a half out there. All right. You guys are pretty diligent about those Google reviews, right? Reaching out to folks and getting them done. Yes, uh, we just offer discounts. You know, uh, at the end of the day, you just say, "Hey, did you like our service?" Mm -hmm. uh, and then. Uh, we follow up with a phone call the next day. Hey, remember you liked our service, and we we just we really try to stay after it, and 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 you know constantly just asking for those reviews because people, uh, you know, they value those. Cool. So um, competitive. Speaking of competition, so uh, how are you guys? How do you stay competitive in the plumbing market? Because there's plenty of plumbers out there. Yeah. Uh, so uh, staying uh, top of mind, top of uh, Google uh, is uh, is always you know really nice to do uh, uh, social media just really you know really trying to, to work that 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 outlet as much as possible and what does like new plumbing innovations in tech play in in that period because you're obviously marketing is top notch mm -hmm. but do you do anything that other plumbers generally don't yeah, uh, a lot of stuff. That, that, uh, <laughs> oh, do tell. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, it's just uh, having an in-house marketing person where we're collaborating every day, mm -hmm. uh, and we're we, you know we're buying the, these extra software for SEO uh, to to really maximize the the reach that we get. Uh, I mean, you know, there's not just one secret sauce where you know it's this or that i mean it's it's constant day in day out trying this trying that uh we did uh do it we're doing a thing with google now it's called google dynamic ads and they uh, 
check our software and see like what the most profitable job is for us. And then it tries to find us those jobs. Mm -hmm. So uh, very innovative stuff over there at Google, uh, as always. But uh, yeah, just staying on top of the uh, latest trends, uh, the Google guarantee, the, you know, just all the different uh, outlets. So Um, customer service as well, right? I mean, mm -hmm. if you miss that mark, right, then they may have come in, but they're not going to come back kind of a situation. What do you do? How do you focus on customer service? So uh, luckily, we're, we're big enough to where I can hire a, a QC, a quality control, where they're, they're going behind them. If they're not going behind them, they're following up as they're doing the job, making sure that it's up to code, the customer's happy, that it's a clean work environment, that, you know, just people are, are staying uh, just mindful of, of their homes because, you know, people get very... Um, you know, protective around that. So we just want to honor that. Yeah, really that hands-on customer care is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do that very, very closely with ours as well. Mm-hmm. And as you expand and grow, you know, you're you're facilitating more locations. You're obviously growing in your, your amount of employees. How do you kind of look at the big picture and decide, okay, I'm going to spend more money on marketing to facilitate that growth? And then when do you shift that over to say, okay, I'm going to invest in more equipment, people, time? Where where does that balance come from? So yeah, it's like it's like a gauges on a car, right? <laughs> so if you know if it says empty, uh, I need to put some gas in it. So that mm-hmm. would be marketing, right? So uh, if if my guys are sitting around and and don't have anything to do, I'm going to start you know putting money towards marketing. Uh, if my guys seem like they're a little lawless and breaking the <laughs> rules and, uh, you know, not really uh, performing at a level that, that I would like them to, I, I look at hiring another manager. I'd uh, like uh, every 10 people, there needs to be a manager in what we're doing, at least. Uh, that's a good benchmark. So I'm always trying to, 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 to yeah, watch those gauges. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, if I have too much work, I'm, I'm trying to hire that salesman, that next person that's going to, you know, generate, uh, revenue for the company. How hands-on are you right now? Are you doing plumbing jobs or are you just strictly the executive now? So, uh, we're 56 people last time I, I checked. I mean, I, I would love to be more hands-on. I, I, I miss it. it. It gives, I've done it since I was 16. So it gives me my sense of worth, my, uh, you know, but the reality is like I'm best used for answering those hard questions that uh, people out there on the field, you know, uh, or managers uh, or hiring this person, these, these uh, you know, these higher moves up top to where, you know, it, it trickles down and it makes every, you know, everyone in the company uh, it run easier, you know, be more copacetic and that type of stuff. And I feel like most people, they, they aspire to be at that position and they think, wow, when I'm just sitting above it all, you know, it's going to be smooth sailing. What yeah. is the actuality of managing it at that level? A lot of fear. <laughs> okay. Well, you're putting out a lot of fires too, yeah. right? A lot of, lot of fear, a lot of fires, uh, you know, all companies, or at least, I don't know about all companies, most companies run with a very thin margin of profit. And, you know, you're always just trying to properly allocate funds and not mismanage funds. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're from the country like I am with no funds <laughs> and you get funds, you know, they're, they're a lot easier to, to mismanage mm-hmm. and uh, just 
really go into like, okay, what do I actually need? Not what does my ego need? Because my ego gets in the way a lot. And uh, if I can just get down, okay, and then ask friends, do I really need this? Because, you know, a lot of times I'll, I'll make a move, a, a bite that's a little bit more than I can chew. And uh, that's just been historical for me. And I just know to step back uh, a little bit now. So here's like a fun topical question. On your way up to where you are now, mm -hmm. what is the one mistake that looking back you could share with others so that they could hopefully listen to your experience and avoid it? Uh, I, would, I would just say like the biggest thing is, is businesses take time. And, and, and nobody wants to talk about like how painful no work is and not knowing exactly what to do. And if, if I could have told myself, you know, nine years ago when I started this company, hey, it's you're going to your life is now slowed down. You know, it, 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 you don't have you don't have that security of that next thing to do. So now you need to focus on what's good, you know, how to promote the business, how to do that. And, and I just feel like, yeah, just not talked about a, a lot that because when I, I had a plumbing job and I was in the union and I had work every day, you know, and then going to having a business where you don't have work every day is terrifying, mm -hmm. absolutely terrifying. So just, it, yeah, at, at the end of the day, that's what I spend my time on managing funds and in 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 that type of stuff, or that's what I had the a hard time with when I was younger. I think that's a great takeaway because people see all these gurus on TikTok and Instagram being like, "Here's how to get out of your nine to five job in mm -hmm. two years," mm -hmm. but it's a lot more like that's you have to just diligently do it, yeah. and it mm -hmm. takes a while, and then you start seeing results. But it's like, mm -hmm. you know, growing then, a plant. And, and it then it happen. takes money to make money too, like you know, to advertise. That's not free. It mm -hmm. takes money. And then it's like just because I put down so much, you, once you're in the customer, you have to win that customer over to get their business, you know? I would you, say, though, that there are ways to advertise and build without money. And networking is one of those ways, right? You can show up to networking mixers that are going, don't cost anything to go there. And you go out there and you start handing out business cards and getting to know people, set up coffee, you sit down with them, get to know them. I mean, that's kind of how I built uh, that plus, you know, I, I started with a podcast to do that, which was not a whole lot of money, but it's a lot of sweat equity putting it in to getting something like this done initially. Um, but also, you know, when you made a comment, Max, about the when you have the nine to five, right, mm -hmm. there's there's not really fear there, right? Other no. than maybe the fear of, oh, my God, this is the rest of my life kind of thing, <laughs> right? which is its own issue. Yeah. Yeah. But are like, you living up to your full potential? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Are you getting the ingredients in you out for the world to enjoy? Right. But so but there's also like uh, there's opportunity. It's like opportunity abounds in mm -hmm. going out and getting that business yeah. and growing to you're a massive company now. Right. It would have never happened if you just stayed at the, uh, you know, the job that you had, but you went out there and went after it. So I don't look at it's fear. It can be motivating and it's not all bad. Right. Yep. But when you turn that fear into forward movement like you have and really conquered it, that's one of the things that impresses me is about, about you is how much you have accomplished in those nine years you've been doing this thing. Thank you so much. So, um, well, and to yeah. quote you, because he came out and spoke to my BizConnect cohort, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. Was, I think, mm -hmm. the most powerful takeaway from the whole day. Everyone was like, 
oh my gosh. Yeah. But it's true. Yeah, because it's very uncomfortable. It is extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. I think I heard uh, there's a guy named, is it Jocko, right? I think Mm-hmm. I think he said that too. Get comfortable. That's probably where I stole yeah. it from. <laughs> I didn't want to say that outward, but I think that's what happened. Hey. I do listen to him. But so. you know what? It oh, made an impact cool. coming from you. Yeah. And that's the important thing. It's who, you know, whoever tells it to you at the right time. Absolutely, right? Because we're not all ready to hear it. All right, Max, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? So, yeah, just look at us uh, online, reliantplumbing.com, and uh, just follow the prompts and uh, you can get there. <laughs> all right, cool. All right, thanks for coming in, man. Always thanks a pleasure. So much. Entrepreneur to entrepreneur, we just we just talk and hustle. Talk and hustle. Love yeah. it. Speaking of which, next up on the show is Wendy Griffin, uh, the owner of Wendy's Cleaning Service. So hustle, hustle, hustle. I know you got two locations going on. I don't know how you manage that. I can't even imagine having you know an office out in California and then trying to build something out here. Uh, but so, um, how's the? Are you focused on commercial or residential? Um, Primarily, just do a mix of both. Mix of both. Okay. Mix of both. So if you had your choice, what would be the your pick? Um, I would say commercial because really? you can lock them into like a contract. Residential, you can't lock them in because if you know somebody loses their job, the cleaner is the first one to go. Mm-hmm. You know, if you work for a commercial building like a restaurant or something, you know they're not going to shut down the next day. You know, otherwise they wouldn't have hired you. So um, I prefer commercial because you can lock them in at least to like a six month contract. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I have two commercials. Um, one is like I told you guys before is JB Goodwin. I've had that for a year, and they said we're gonna you know maybe change locations. I was like, oh well, it's nice working for you guys. They're like, no, no, you're coming with us. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that's good, that's good. So commercial, like you know, you can be locked in versus residential. Somebody loses their job or something, you're out of there. Now, when you have those great clients that love you like that, are you asking, well, do you know any other businesses that could use my services? I do. Good. I do. Like you know. Um, Jessica's doing a wonderful job. It's like, I don't have an office out there. I don't have an office manager because I've been there and done that. And um, listen to him speak. It, managing people is very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, getting them to do what you want them to do. Like, here's my vision. I need for you to put my vision in these different colors, not the color you want. You know, this is the color that I want. So I don't want to get big like that again. I did it. It's very scary. But I do want to be comfortable where it's like I can still you know, hey, I have 30 clients here and there and still move and throw in some move-out cleans. And then, oh, I have commercial buildings too, you know. Just a mix of of both. So you want to get comfortable and 30 clients here and there. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a big goal. Mm -hmm. So you've done it before in Mm -hmm. California. Oh, yeah, within the first seven months of being in business. And you've you've really come up against a lot of roadblocks here. And I know you're here for family. Mm-hmm. So what does it look like to just focus long distance growing California? It doesn't look like it's not really hard because they just find me on Google. Mm-hmm. I don't, we, yeah, we've seen your reviews on Google and uh, we don't want to look no more. We're going to choose you guys. Okay. And I let them know I have a subcontractor um, and they come out and do the, the job. Mm-hmm. Um, I find out what their budget is, and they're like, oh, okay. And it's a no-brainer. So I know where this is going because <laughs> she's my business coach, right? So I know I'm just wondering because California is you've, – you've got the track record. You've got the, the proof of concept in California, and San Antonio has been like one roadblock again it's, after another. You know, I've found – you said the CEOs. I've been, you know, listening to 
like podcasts for cleaning. This is how you watch your videos. I've done the same thing. Listening to podcasts on cleaning. My mentor, he's like, listen to like this particular podcast. I've done everything. But mm -hmm. out here, it is just like people are literally rolling out of bed, starting up a cleaning service. Yeah. But well, I think my question is like, yeah. <laughs> why bother in San Antonio? Why not just double down in California? That's what I'm, I might have to do. But what, I, what I have like two accounts. From, yeah. Yeah. What's keeping you from doing that? That's that's what's killing me. Like what's it sounds it? like there's a big hesitation there. You're yeah. just like well, you want to make mean, it work for, here. Out here, it's it's cheap as far as living. So I'm more or less like as far as the marketing thing, I rather just fully focus on California because it's not I'm drowning out here yeah. because everybody's just everybody cleans for nothing. For absolutely nothing. It's like I more than a thousand cleaners out here. And then you get a job here and you have to facilitate the job. So that's time, energy, effort, staffing. Oh, it's I, all I don't the... hire people out here. People can't clean. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, no. see, so you're doing uh, it yourself. People can't clean. No. I actually had a big job. I don't know where. It was like an hour away from here. Um, I did it. I quote the, the amount was kind of up there. Um, and I tried to partner with another cleaning company. And I paid her $400 and she did nothing. She walked around with a feather duster. I said, I don't even purchase those. I tell my clients, we're not dusters. We're a cleaning service. We're cleaning professionals. So if somebody comes in your house with a Swiffer duster, chances are they don't know what they're doing. If they come clean your house with Fabuloso, chances are they don't know what they're doing. So you know? I, I think kind of my, my thought is like California is working. Mm. It, it's going well. You've got the mm -hmm. reputation, the network, the skill set and the reviews, mm -hmm. and you're spending a lot of time and energy literally cleaning people's houses here, what would it look like to take all that time and energy just pour it into California, even from here? Because I'm still paying out. I'm not doing the jobs out there. Somebody else is. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, trying to tell people how to do it. And like I said, the girl, I gave her a checklist. I gave her instructions, all that. So what I find is my competition, there's a lot of competition, and people out here, they rather just – hey, I'm just going to take the first person that comes in. And they'll get one or two services, and then they go and cancel. Then they search for somebody else. And it's like people out here, they don't do their research. You know, they you, you want your house clean. Mm -hmm. You move out your house tomorrow. You're going to hire, I don't know, Sally. She's going to come in with her cleaning stuff. She may have three or four people to come and clean to get the job done. And you're, ha you're happy with the service. But did she really educate you? Hey, Heather, um... It's a lot of dust here. But if you're not changing your AC filters, all that dust from the filters is coming down. I have knowledge. I'm not just a cleaner. I'm educated in what I do. And I'm going to make sure my clients are educated too. So mm -hmm. I try to feed that to everybody who calls my number. But out here, it's just like a drive through at McDonald's. McDonald's is on every corner. Yeah, it's like trying and to sell a quality service when a competitor's coming in and just cutting you off at the yeah. knees price-wise. Yeah, yeah. So what would the economy of scale look like to pay somebody else in California? Yes, you make lower margins. But um, how many more would you need to do to make what you want to um, make? As far as that, I, I have to trust people. So mm -hmm. that's another roadblock that I have. Me and Jessica get along good. She does a wonderful job. I've actually called another girl and did her research. But um, I looked her up and I was like, I don't like the comments that people are making. No. So for me, even looking for independent contractors, employees, um, subcontractors, I look for something in particular. You have to know the method of cleaning. You can't just go, I clean my grandma's house. Sorry, mm -hmm. I don't care if you clean your grandma's house. That doesn't make you a professional cleaner. 
That's like a chef. You can't go in a restaurant and tell the chef how to do his job, how how to cook his food. He's been doing it for however many years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's kind of like violating somebody's space. Yeah. So if I'm going to hire somebody, I'm looking for key factors. And some of the key factors are um, if you have a toilet that has like hard water buildup on the bottom, I need to know that Mark can get in there and knows how to clean the toilet. Not like, oh, I'm just going to put the toilet bowl cleaner, brush it. I won't hire you. Well, I think, you know, Max might have an interesting take on this because you've been in that position where you're hiring and you're, you have to hire qualified professionals, your mm-hmm. plumbers, right? They have mm-hmm. to know something of what they're doing. So how did you bridge that gap of like finding the people that could do the job when you weren't so much in the position that you are now to be able to hire the best people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, a lot of that would look like just just cleaning with them or in my case, plum plumbing with them, showing them, you know, what, how I, I, I want things done, mm-hmm. uh, how I want their customers treated, that, that, that type of stuff. That only takes, you know, in my case, you know, four or five months, you know, I can, I, I can, I can train, uh, you know, two or three people, uh, a year, those two or three people can train, you know, six or seven the next year. So, uh, it's just, it, it's growing like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, sometimes those all three people or all two people don't don't work out even. Right. Uh, but it's just continuing to to, to network. That's it's the, the the major thing is time. You know? Yeah, it, it's it it's time just and, time being there. Yeah. And then it, you know, even even with with, with Google, I've noticed like because you know we we've uh, just came out here about six to seven months ago. Mm-hmm. It's getting better and better. You know, uh, we're getting more and more leads. But it's one of the things that Google wants to know is like, is this is this a real company or right. is this you know the fly by night cleaners that just rolled out of bed that you were talking about? Yeah. And the the best way for Google to verify that is the reviews and how long has this company been been around? Business. Yeah. Right. Right. Which you we would when you when you get ten years from, you know from now and you're doing amazing <laughs> you would want Google to hey hey you know what yeah. I mean I've been here for ten years right, yeah. you know so uh, it, it makes sense it, it it does it's just again it's painful um, in the beginning and and, it, and 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 I'm experiencing the pain you know too we we, mm-hmm. we still haven't uh, you know actually made profit here. Uh, but we're close, and uh, and I, 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 luckily for me, it's like I've just saw exactly the process uh, in Austin, so I'm just taking it over here, and 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 just you know, and just embracing everything. Mm. So uh, I, I love it. I'm I'm proud and, and excited to to be a part of. I think y'all are the seventh, seventh largest. largest city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and it's right right in my backyard, um, you know, Austin uh, or San Antonio is right in my backyard. So I'm 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 real grateful to be here, and I just know that it's just going to be super super positive. The economy is scale, like the scale you yeah. can mm-hmm. you can it's numbers here. Uh, yeah, there's a lot more people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. everybody's moving here from everywhere. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's California, yeah. it's, it's, it's different states. You know, it's just getting it's getting crowded. So it's Austin, New Braunfels, San Marcos, San Antonio. Mm-hmm. You called it the Texas Triangle? or this? So there's the Texas Triangle. Mm-hmm. It's Austin, Houston, San Antonio, Dallas. Dallas. Like mm-hmm. Those guys, because mm-hmm. okay. Austin and San Antonio are on the same edge. And then there's the South Texas Diamond, which is like San Antonio, El Paso, Laredo, and Monterey. Um, that connects. And that's mm-hmm. what's 
being developed is that South Texas Diamond yeah. because Monterey is picking up in their manufacturing. And the city of San Antonio, I'm, I go to the Chambers Economic Development Councils, they're trying to build the infrastructure between San Antonio and Monterey and those relationships mm -hmm. so that San Antonio becomes the distribution hub for Monterey's manufacturing for the U.S. So 20 years from now, I mean, San Antonio's growth looks mm -hmm. explosive. I mean, it's interesting seeing it from the not happened yet perspective of mm -hmm. the Chamber of Commerce and how they're actively prepping the infrastructure and everything like that. But it's how do local businesses take advantage of that growth instead of getting swept away by it is, I think, a challenge that everyone's facing right now. Well, I definitely see the infrastructure coming from Austin. I mean, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. They are putting in some bridges and roads. And, I mean, it's they're kind of really driving. They're, yeah, but they're really uh, preparing for the growth. We need a bullet train between us and Dallas. Elon. Yes. <laughs> that would be cool, right? Yeah, like a Stop train off. on, yeah. Yeah, five minutes to Austin, ten minutes to Dallas. Oh, that'd be. Cool, right? that They've been good. talking about that for a while now. They should now. get that. Yeah. That's yeah. what they have, like, in L.A. and San Bernardino County. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. Ew, that would be wonderful. All right, we are out of time, folks. So, Wendy, if folks want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Um, on Facebook and uh, Instagram, Wendy's Cleaning Services. And that's Wendy with an I. Correct. Wendy with right. an I. I remembered. <laughs> well, I have it on my notes, right? <laughs> All right, as we wrap up the show, quick reminder to check out our latest podcast and catch video versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate appreciate seeing you guys again and catching up a little bit on your business. Uh, yeah, San Antonio is growing. Um, we are pretty well established in the podcast realm, and I expect that we will just continue to grow. So look forward to seeing you guys back again sometime soon. Love it. Thank Thanks you. again. Bet. Thanks, everybody.